Hey everyone, welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. And I'm your other host, Jen Otero. Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program. That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years. To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Well, for those of you that joined us, we had a wonderful time at our most recent Empower Workshops. They were so fun last week. And so so if you have not joined us at Empower Workshops, we have some more coming up in July and throughout the rest of the year. But it is such a fun time for people to come and to get equipped, um, to be challenged on some boundaries. Mm -hmm. But also we talk through our seven keys to freedom. And it is just... We say it all the time, but it is literally one of our favorite parts. About I would do being, one every week. Yes, part, maybe every other week. <laughs> I know I'm pretty pooped afterwards, week. but we would do them a lot. Yeah. Because it's just such a fun time. It really is. We so, have such a blast. It was a really, really fun time. So if you have been joining us this month so far, we have been talking about overcoming rejection. We've set the foundation. We've talked about why we need to overcome. And today we are moving into more of the how-tos, the how to overcome, the things to put to work. And so we are glad that you mm-hmm. have joined us as we continue this discussion. Absolutely. Because I'm sure people may get a little tired of like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Now, now what? <laughs> what do I do with it? I know I am 100% one of those people. I'm like, do not tell me right. about something I need to look at in my life and not tell me how to do it. <laughs> so that's where we're headed today. And, you know, I really do encourage you to go back and listen to the last two weeks because yeah. we talk about, you know, what rejection is, how it can root itself in our lives, mm-hmm. why it's so vitally important to look at and to overcome. Um, and so I think you really need that foundation as we go into today. And, you know, we've talked just a lot about how rejection can result in so many different struggles. You and I have both talked about what Mm -hmm. it's looked like in our lives and how many times people can look at things that they're struggling with in their life. And it can be big stuff. It can be stuff that seems small and harmless, but Mm -hmm. it's stuff that's got a little grip on you. And and we can look at those things and never tie them back yeah. to a root of rejection so when in fact so many times it is. I just am like the more I hear people's stories and the more that I learn, even just even what we do at Mercy, the more I even learn about myself, the more mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this rejection thing is at the root of so much for so many people that if you never take the time to look back at it, you won't even realize that's mm-hmm. what's at work. And so... Um, If you listened in last week, and hopefully you haven't even gotten that far in this podcast, you have not stopped it and gone back to listen to last week. But if you're still listening um, and haven't, please do, because at the end of last week, what we encouraged people to do was to just do a little exercise. Mm -hmm. We wanted them to draw a tree with roots roots. and label the roots and the branches um, and really to look at, okay... God, what are the different things that I that I do still struggle with that I st- do still feel like kind of have a little bit of a grip on me in my right. life? Write those in the branches and then start to, to really ask God to reveal what are the things that are at the root of this? Mm-hmm. And our hunch is that rejection is probably going to be on that list That's at least right. somewhere. Um, 
but when you when you really look at those those branches, those could look very different for everybody. That's right. I mean, we've talked about a ton these last couple of weeks, um, but it can be anything from unhealthy relationships, from perfectionism, pride, fear, uh, striving, anxiety, depression, violence, addiction, bitterness. I really could keep could going go and, and going go and going. Go. Yeah. But for everyone, it's going to look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the roots are going to look a little bit different. You and I have talked about perfectionism and, and I've talked about people pleasing and and for us they were rooted in rejection mm-hmm. um that may not be the case for everybody who's struggling with those two things every tree is going to be very very unique that's right but i believe with all of my heart that the lord wants to bring that stuff to light and really give you a good picture of what the tree of your life looks like if you'll spend that time um leaning into that yeah and there's something really powerful that happens when you have it written down in front of you yes that you're able to see it yeah it it can make it a little bit more overwhelming and mm. maybe like, whoa, but it also gives a lot more clarity than mm. when we just kind of keep it between our ears. You know what mm. I mean? When you take some time to write stuff down, especially when you're drawing it, there's just a real power that can come from that. It may sound silly on the front end, but when you have a chance to really do that and look at it, it can be really, really enlightening and help you see some things. Well, and I can even say that because we use this tree analogy all the time, I will sometimes like in my head in mm-hmm. a moment when something like maybe kind of triggers something from you know, like old junk. Yeah. Like I will picture the tree in my head. I'm like, oh, I know what that is. And I know what the <laughs> lie is underneath it. And I know what the root is. And I can like actually visualize the tree in yeah. my head in a moment. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the imagery of it and mm-hmm. literally seeing it written down. I mean, it's like buried in my head now. Yes. So yeah. It's stuck there. Absolutely. We want to get a tree stuck in your head too. <laughs> That's what this Bottom is about. Bottom line. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, the thing with rejection that we also need to remember is that it causes breakdown in our belief system. Yeah. Really, it causes our lives um, to really be a struggle on a on an identity level. This is not just about even the behaviors at yeah. all. This really becomes an issue of understanding that it can cause us to seriously question our value and our worth. And because of that is when all of the other things start to come in, the different challenges, the different struggles. Um, that is right there why we have to get really intentional about overcoming this that you know we talk all the time about understanding roots and branches because we don't want to be people who just focus on the branches Mm -hmm. but understanding that the reason those branches are popping up is because rejection causes us to question our value and our worth Mm -hmm. that is where that belief system issue comes in and so from there is when we start picking up all these behaviors and all of these branches that try to cause us to believe now I have worth or value in this now I'm doing okay when in reality, it's not truth. Mm -hmm. And it's causing us to really settle for something that is so far less than our true worth and value. And it can cause just so many issues. And so it's understanding all along as we're talking this through, it really is a matter of identity and worth and understanding that 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 our identity and value and worth is totally based in the Lord mm-hmm. and in truth. Mm-hmm. But if we don't understand that and don't identify the rejection, that can just be a whole lot of yucky stuff yeah. that we are addressing and dealing with. Well, and as today is all about practicality, one of the um, resources that we um, encourage people to look into mm-hmm. is the book and there's a study version of it called Sacred Romance. Yeah. And um, I will say that for me, that was when this all came to light. I did that years ago. Um, but what it does is it really kind of walks you through some questions and exercises and things to ask the Lord on like, okay, these are the areas of my life where I've been hurt, maybe even in, in childhood. And what are the things, if I'm remembering correctly, it was years ago, but if I'm remembering correctly, 
the actual question was like, what are the things that you then turned to in your life yeah. to alleviate the hurt of those arrows that have pierced you? Mm-hmm. And what have you turned to for value? What have you turned to for worth? Um, what have you turned to for attention and for praise from other people? And that's when I was like, whoa, yep. this all ties together in my life. And so, you know, we're talking specifically about rejection, but that could look very different for mm-hmm. everyone. It's just a fantastic resource and really walks you through yeah. that well. And so. just so for those listeners who want to look that up, the authors are actually Brent Curtis and John Eldridge. Yes. So this was a book that John Eldridge wrote with a partner many, mm-hmm. many years ago. And we use that in the home a ton. Mm-hmm. It's actually, actually just the other day, we had a guest speaker who was here who graduated the program 17 years ago and yeah. was sharing that that was one book that yeah. just revolutionized her understanding of the love of yeah. the Lord. At, so. that, at that time when I did the that book, um, I had never gone to counseling. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's, now I totally have, and it's great and wonderful. But like at that time, I'd never been to a counseling session before. And I remember closing that book going like, that's the closest thing to counseling I've ever had. Yes, <laughs> which so, is awesome. So yeah, all that to say, we like that book. It's a great resource. Go we for encourage it. you to, to check it out. But, you know, there are a couple of ways that we have found, you know, here at Mercy over the years. Um, and I think we've seen it for sure in our Mm -hmm. own lives Um, that really can be the most helpful when you are addressing the root of rejection when you realize that this is a root in my life now what do I do with it and one of them is probably going to seem very obvious to people the other one might not as much Um, but those are the two things that we have found to be so helpful have been the process of renewing the mind Mm -hmm. because of what you just said about the belief system that is so attacked um but then the other is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away from it. Um, I will say that I just continue to be so blown away when I hear testimonies of the young women in our home mm-hmm. and how forgiveness was like the biggest key that unlocked their next, like, That's so it true. just broke things wide open for them when they made the choice to do this. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to rejection, um, it can really, you know, it's hurtful, first of all, but then what it can do is just you can start to really harbor a lot of bitterness Mm -hmm. and anger and unforgiveness towards the people who rejected you. That's right. Um, And you can also start to just harbor bitterness and hate for yourself um, and towards God. Mm -hmm. So it goes all directions and there may be areas of unforgiveness in your life towards other people towards yourself or towards God that you need to look at and that you need to really start to kind of work through and you know we um, in our our keys to freedom study we really walk people for a whole week through like I know and understand that forgiveness is important because I've heard one billion sermons on it, <laughs> so right? True. I mean, I've heard every scripture about forgiveness and I know it's important, but can you please help me know how to practically walk that road? And so we do that in the Keys to Freedom study. I'm not going to totally unpack all of mm-hmm. that on today's show, um, but I think it's just important to point out that when you harbor that bitterness and, and unforgiveness, it can create so many challenges in our lives, um, especially in our relationships with God and our relationship with others. Um, And so when we can take the time, especially in relation to this issue of of rejection, if we can take some time to identify, are there any areas of unforgiveness in my heart? Because until those things are worked through, there's going to be some blocks and there's going to be some areas of bondage that that really can only be released through the process of forgiveness. Um, And so it really does, it does just... um, 
puts you in a place of experiencing freedom and healing and wholeness in a whole new way when mm-hmm. you make the choice to walk that road. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, forgiveness sometimes for people can just be like, this is just a mean thing that God commands us to do to make life hard. Right. If you don't forgive people, I'm not going to forgive you. You know, like this is literally just a means to making my life difficult. Right. Why is this just one of those commandments? As I think some people can think about a lot of the Lord's commandments. It's mm-hmm. just, he just wants to command things to command things. No. He knows that so exactly true. what I said is true, that that forgiveness is such an incredible key to people's healing mm-hmm. and freedom. And so he commands it as he commands all of the things that he commands. He commands it for our good. That's right. Because he knows that for us to live healed and whole, that's going to be a key. So it's a commandment. Yeah. And if you have ever experienced the freedom that comes from forgiving, mm. you're probably shouting hallelujah, amen right now, because there yep. is such a power that comes and an unlocking that comes when we genuinely choose to forgive. And we call it a choice because it's a choice. If yeah. you're waiting around till you feel like doing it, I'm sorry to break it to you. You probably will never feel like forgiving. Yeah. It is a conscious free will choice to connect with the Lord and say, Lord, this is something I'm going for. But when you begin to do it, there, mm. there's really, there's so many levels of freedom that can come, but forgiveness is a special area yeah. all on its own yep. that really does such a neat unlocking in our hearts. It's so, so cool. So practically you may be going, okay, that's awesome. How, mm. how, how, how do I begin to do this? And so we really want to, kind of lay that out for you. Practically, it really takes some time to go, okay, Lord, I'm choosing to forgive. And with that, I'm going to create some quiet space. I'm going to take some intentional time with you. Um, And I would even say that it's helpful, even at this level of practicality, to have paper and pen on hand, that you literally have a place to begin to write out some things that the Lord begins to show you. Mm. Um, I think anytime that I'm praying through forgiveness with someone or I'm doing it on my own, there is a real power in going, Lord, I need you to be with me and I need you to empower me to do this. Yes. In my opinion, I don't believe that we have the capability to forgive in yep. our own humanity and our free will. I believe it's a gift of the Holy Spirit that he empowers us to mm-hmm. do. And so to just try to tight fist it and free will yourself into forgiveness is not going to get you real far. It mm-hmm. really is a partnering with the Lord and asking him to come and to give you the empowerment to choose to forgive. And he's so faithful to do that because he's asked us to do it. So really then it's just practically asking him to show you if there's any lies or things that you believe about forgiveness that are not true, we could spend a lot of time on that, but we want to encourage you to even go to Keys to Freedom or even honestly, if you Google lies about forgiveness, myths about forgiveness, there's so many things that come up as far as if I forgive what I'm saying that's that's been done to me is okay. Mm-hmm. That's a big myth that kind of gets in the way. Um, the idea that if I forgive, I'm losing the upper hand or the ability to have control over the situation. That's another myth that can kind of get in. Um, Or if I forgive, I have to be in relationship with that person again. That's a massive one that can kind of keep people stuck from moving into a place of forgiveness. And so if there is a place where you're like, I don't know that I fully understand what forgiveness is or isn't, that's always a really good place to start to. Lord, identify to me if there's any things that I I understand about forgiveness that are not true so I can be in a place of full understanding about what true biblical forgiveness Mm -hmm. is. And then I'm ready to launch into it because there's nothing that's kind of hindering my understanding of what Mm -hmm. this looks Mm -hmm. like. 
after that, you want to address, after you've addressed those areas and really received as truth, then it's time to take some time to write down the names of people that have brought rejection into your life. So it's taken some time to begin to go, Lord, these may be things that immediately come to my mind, but I always encourage people to spend some time thinking that through on their own, but then going, okay, Holy Spirit, show me, is there anyone else that I'm forgetting? Is there any other areas of rejection that are just not even coming to mind? That could have been two days ago Mm -hmm. at work or a certain situation that he wants to do a clean slate and really give you all of those things. So spending some time, not being in a hurry, you need to create some good time to do this, but really asking him to identify to you those people that you need to forgive. Now that could be yourself. That could be other people, but also it could be times that you've really felt rejected by God as well. It's just really doing a full list of the things that you need to forgive. And then it's taken some time just practically to release those names and situations to the Lord. So one at a time saying, Lord, I choose in the name of Jesus to forgive whoever it may be for and allowing the Lord to really meet you. Now, there's no magical prayer for this. It really is just a place of heart to heart with the Lord and really just choosing to say, Lord, I choose to release this stuff to you. I choose to forgive them. I choose to bless them um, and allowing him to meet you in that because he's so faithful to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, The last thing I would say, even a practical level, I think it's so important that we remember this, that forgiveness is not a one-time prayer. Mm-hmm. It is a one-time starting place. And then you it's almost as though I'm at that starting line of a race or a walk and saying, Lord, I'm choosing to put my stake in the ground of forgiveness. And now as I set off on this trail in 10 minutes or an hour or a week or three months from now, this stuff may come back to mind or my heart. And in that moment, I'm just realigning to a place of forgiveness. Yeah. Lord, I'm not going to settle into a place of bitterness or frustration. I'm going to remind myself and remind the enemy and remind you, Lord, that I've forgiven this. And so I'm going to continue to realign my heart until suddenly you get down the road and you're like, oh my goodness, when I think about that situation or I think about that person, I'm in a better place now. There's peace. I don't feel the same sting of that situation anymore. And as you continue to walk it out, you will look up and find yourself in a place of complete forgiveness because you've simply chosen and continued to realign with what you chose. Mm -hmm. And the Lord does all the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. It really is a matter of Mm -hmm. choice. And so practically, that is kind of what it looks like to step into a place of forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the other thing that we talked about was um, renewing the mind. Mm-hmm. We talked about those forgiveness and renewing Huge. the mind being two key things whenever it comes to this, um, this struggle. And so, um, you know, I just, I, I think back and I know that we've already shared our stories, but when I just think back to the lies that came out of that hurt and that pain and that sting of rejection, um, it just kind <laughs> of me fired up because um again going back to this analogy of the tree we always go back to this analogy um you know the the forgiveness and even like the other key that we have of healing life's hurts that's Mm -hmm. one of the keys in our study that really is more kind of dealing with that root level like what happened and the pain and the hurt of that how it got this renewing the mind thing is all about the trunk of that tree and at Mm -hmm. the end of the day the trunk of the tree is what's holding up all of those different branches and all mm-hmm. those different things that we struggle with. So we cannot ever skip past renewing the mind. And this one can feel a little bit like almost trivial and too simple um, sometimes. But I mean, this is absolutely, absolutely key. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the lies that can come out of that, I know I've shared for me was that like you're inferior to everybody else. Um, you aren't lovable. You're unworthy. Nobody sees you mm-hmm. like that is what 
that's what rejection did for me. Yeah. And so I had to look into those things and start addressing them. It's huge. So really, this is just like forgiveness. Renewing the mind takes some time. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't noticed yet, this is a very intentional thing. This Mm -hmm. is not going to be something that you're like, that'd be cool. I'm going to ponder this on my way to work this morning. No, this is probably going to require you (laughs) spending Mm -hmm. some time at Starbucks or in your living room or just really going, I am going to really knock out this space and time, whether it's an hour, whatever it may be, uninterrupted, ready to really seek the Lord about this. Um, But giving him some space, and this is another paper and pen time too, where you go, Lord, I need you to begin to show me the lies that I have believed based on the different forms of rejection that I've experienced. So just to kind of get your mind going, a couple of those examples, I mean, I could list off many, many, but here's just a couple of those lies could include my value and worth is based on what I do. If I fail, I am a failure. Another one, if I step out into a new relationship, I will be rejected and hurt again. I can't risk that pain again. I am not lovable or worthy of a healthy relationship. And so even those three, as I'm reading those, if that's something you believe, it's not hard to draw the line to where that belief then takes you to choices. If I believe the lie that I'm not lovable or worthy of a healthy relationship, what am I going to choose? An unhealthy relationship. I'm going to settle for toxic things and people in my life because I don't believe I'm worthy of more than that. Mm -hmm. It's huge how these beliefs can impact us. The next one, if people really knew the real me, they would reject me, so I must keep up appearances. So I don't, I'm not walking in a place of authenticity with people. I'm not being my true self. I'm working overtime to make sure I am who I think people think I need to be. That just sounds exhausting, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? And it causes so much havoc. It is exhausting. Can I say from personal experience? I know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about with that one. Yep. Another one, if I forgive those people, I could be hurt and rejected again. So I won't take that chance. And the last one we have listed is even God has rejected me. There is no hope for me or my future. That right there will create a whole lot of hopelessness in your life, which opens up just the floodgates to a variety of different things that could come in. And so there are many, many more examples, Um, but hopefully this kind of gets your wheels turning and thinking about the different lies that can kind of come in and what they sound like in our heads Mm -hmm. to really begin to put some words to those lies Mm -hmm. as you pray those through. Yeah. And it doesn't end there. No. Once you've identified those things and once the Lord really shows you those things, um, then there's a, a real just practical process of being able to take those things to him, surrender those things to him. We talk a lot about the power of agreement and Mm -hmm. when a a thought comes into our our heads, we can have a choice. That's right. We can choose to accept it as truth or reject it as a lie. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much power in just making that choice to call it for what it is and to call it out as a lie. Yeah. I talked some, I don't remember which show in this series, I talked about um, just the power of even asking the Lord, like, when did I first come into agreement with that lie? Yeah, that's huge. And let's go back to that moment. And and for me, it was third grade Melanie mm-hmm. calling that lie out yeah. and rejecting that lie and then letting the Lord speak truth to me as a third grader, you know? And so... Um, really acknowledging that there are lies and then to ask him to begin to show you what is actually true, Mm -hmm. specifically in relation to that lie that you've believed, because for every lie, there is a truth. That's right. And so, and they're not all, it's not a perfect science, but to say, okay, I've been believing this, I reject this, but what's true, God? And Mm -hmm. so you got to replace it. Um, and, And you can ask him for those things in prayer, but I mean, we could also just talk about how like there is a standard of truth that if you love and follow Jesus... 
you know as being the word of God. That's right. And so, um, you know, there's there's some, we actually even have some true statements on our website. Mm-hmm. If you go to the freedom tools area of mercymultiplied.com, there's a document of just true statements. Yep. And it's just a, it's just a start. I mean, that could be a 50 page document. But to be able to go to scripture, to ask the Lord to begin to point you to scriptures that speak to that specific lie. And I can say one of the things that I've done um, is that as I've put, you know, as you start to gather these truth statements, to start to put them in the same place. For me, it's a note card thing. And I just write them on note cards and I have those note cards with me everywhere I go. Literally, if you went and looked in my purse right now, there is a stack of note cards. I love it. For truth statements that the Lord has been giving to me in a specific area that I'm struggling with today. Mm Because guess what? We do continue. Welcome We're to all humanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so as I've start, I started with like three or four truth statements that the Lord gave me. I keep adding to that. I mm-hmm. always put more blank note cards in there because I'm like, I know the Lord's going to keep showing me new ones. That's so good. And ones that totally like, as soon as I hear them, I'm like, oh my goodness, that is a great one for me to add to my belt, you know? Yes. And so, um, to have those statements with you, to meditate on those things, to pray on those things, and to speak them out loud at least once a day. Yep. If not, any time that lie pops up, if you have the ability to get away and to start speaking truth out loud, as we will always say, the enemy has to shut his mouth when the word of God is spoken right. out loud. And so to be able to have those with you um, and really to understand that it's over the course of time. Mm-hmm. And and just like you said, forgiveness is a process, so is renewing That's the mind. Right. And we um, we always talk about how renewing the mind is kind of like, you know, trails out in a forest and how the longer you walk on a trail, the more entrenched that trail becomes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for so many of us, these lies have been playing through our minds for years and years and years and years and years and that's a really well-worn trail in our mind and so to create new ones and for those old ones to disappear that just like a trail in a forest like that doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. but over the course of time if you stop walking down a trail it'll kind of start to disappear and it won't really be a trail anymore Mm -hmm. but to create a new one take some time you just got to keep walking in that same way and so please just know when we're talking about renewing the mind that you've got to understand the process and you've Mm -hmm. got to not give up and say like well just because I woke up today and that lie popped up again doesn't mean the process isn't working it just means it's a process and so stay committed to it because oh my goodness the life and the freedom on the other side of that Mm -hmm. is so worth it it's so so worth it so please stick with that process and I would add to that too Mel in the process of really saying these truths out loud pay attention to the first time you speak it to the fifth time you speak it what you're going to begin to see is wow I'm beginning to believe what I'm saying Mm -hmm. that there's almost at the beginning it can kind of feel like well this is a great idea but it's not resonating whatsoever it is literally words on a note card but as you begin to do the process and as you begin to kind of forge that new trail you will begin to see incremental shifts and changes Mm -hmm. and it's having a really good eye for the fact that wow I may not believe all of these but I'm starting to believe that one Mm -hmm. and you start to see the shift start to take place and that is the process but I think one of the best things we can do for ourselves in process is to get really good at identifying those little teeny weeny changes that as you pay attention you begin to go oh man this is working Mm -hmm. but what we can do is like you said we wake up and that lie tries to be 
the first thing we think and we think, oh man, this isn't working. No, it's working. It's paying attention to those little shifts Mm -hmm. that start to happen and allowing that to encourage you in the process Mm -hmm. and to allow you to begin to go, okay, I'm seeing little changes because the little changes over time build up to the big healing. They build up to the big breakthrough. And so really keeping an eye out for that. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully for all of our listeners, this conversation that we've been having this month on overcoming rejection has been helpful to you. I know it's been helpful to me. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I'm like, we're preaching to ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> we're really speaking some things that we need to. So we just want to encourage you with two things. If you have questions, if you have anything that you want to share, whether it's praises, victories, always, always, always feel free to email us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com. We hear from a variety of our listeners and it is so fun. I mean, we're doing this series because it was a listener requested idea. by a listener. Yep, so. Exactly. And yeah. we have quite a few that are blocked out for 2018 that we're literally ideas that we have heard from people that have emailed in and said, mm-hmm. hey, this is something that's either going on in my life right now, or this is something I'd love you to expand on that maybe you talked about last year. We really take those things to mm-hmm. account. And so if you have any thoughts or questions or things that come to mind, always, always feel free to email us. The second thing I just want to reiterate is our Keys to Freedom study. This is not something we make big bucks off of, but it is something we really believe mm-hmm. in. It's something that we've already gotten so much testimony, even in just the first year of this being out, really seeing how the Lord is breathing on that and using it to really equip people. And so if you're really realizing like, wow, I'd really need probably more forgiveness in my life, or I'm really acknowledging there's some lies I need to address, do the things we're talking through, but that study could be an additional real resource for you to look through and begin to go, okay, this is helping me practically begin to look at some really significant things. And that study is not just for you if you're really struggling and in a place of bondage. Yes, it is, but this is for everybody. This Mm -hmm. is the stuff we're putting to work throughout our lives and we hope that you are too. And so hopefully this has been encouraging to you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us next week.